Hello everyone and welcome to Lulu's Art Talk with Petra Silva. So Petra is a third year fine art Bath Spa University student and um, she kind of works with performance and installation and she has collaborated a lot with different um, students from the university. So let's try and connect with her and start this talk. We should be able to have her on the screen soon. Um, but we'll definitely talk Hello. about... Oh, hi! <laughs> Hello. How are you? Hi, Petra. I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. <laughs> oh, good. And where are you connecting from today? So today I'm in Cardiff, Wales. I'm very oh, excited nice. to talk to you about, <laughs> <laughs> about my work. Yeah, I'm so excited too. Thank you so much for <laughs> agreeing to be my guest today again. <laughs> so um, one thing I always ask my guests to do is to introduce themselves uh, as artists in terms of what you do and what you look into um, in your practice. Yeah okay so um, I would say I'm a contemporary artist, quite conceptual, so I work with the through different media, so from photography to installation, yeah. um, I've worked with performance, and now I'm working with a bit more word text based art. But okay. yeah. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> yeah, so we'll definitely that's why it will be quite a difficult talk because we have a lot to cover. <laughs> yeah. And it's really interesting. So I really want to touch upon everything, hopefully. Um so let's start from your from the first thing I remember you making actually in first and oh. second year. <laughs> kind of you're yeah. looking a lot in you're working a lot with installation yeah so I'd like to start from there from the beginning and ask you what made you change and what made you focus more on performance in third year so this yeah. year yeah so I think I normally start I'm quite a conceptual artist as I just said so I kind of start from my ideas and basically, okay. I've always been interested in this idea of being in the present and what is being in, what is the present? So is it a moment and what is a moment? Because a moment doesn't really have a specific duration. So it kind of varies. Yeah. So I'm quite interested in um, time itself, shall we say. So I think okay. whilst I was kind of looking into installation, I was trying to kind of capture the audience's um, place in time so I kind of wanted them to feel more present yeah um but then I thought to kind of divert it into performance to kind to and so I as an artist understand what it is to be present so then I can help the audience to go through with me <laughs> okay that's really that's really interesting because I definitely noticed this thing of placing the audience at the center of attention and then placing yourself mm. at the center of attention instead I think that's yeah. really interesting. Um, and I mean, immediately, uh, you know, a question that pops up in my mind is how do you define time? So how, and maybe mm. this links to your research a lot, I don't know, but yeah. like, how do you, how do you deal with time? Because it's such an abstract concept. So maybe do you have some examples to explain on how you handle it and experiment with it maybe? Yeah, I think I'm just kind of, that's what I'm, I'm exploring through the practice. So that's why I think I've used the, so many different medias because it's such, as you said, it's such an abstract concept that yeah. it's kind of hard to kind of place it somewhere. So I think that um, 
through collaborating with people and through kind of working myself through it um, is me trying to find a way to kind of figure out what is this moment that okay. I'm, I'm so looking for. <laughs> yeah. And so when you say moment, so you focus more on the actual moment of the present or do you do you also look at the notions of past and future things you know does that come in play as well yeah so that's that's the interesting thing it's because so we kind of have so we're living in this moment now and this is the moment so the present is what defines what's the past and what's the future so I'm quite interested in this is why the moment is what I call it because it's this space as well as time but it's the space and time which we're kind of in but not really not defined as yeah if you know what I mean Mm. yeah no definitely I mean it's really it's really difficult to articulate I think yeah (laughs) yeah but I think it makes it makes sense absolutely so I mean this is more of a conceptual question maybe (laughs) it's open to opinion yeah it's quite you know it's less about your practice and more about you and what you think um in terms of time do you think so do you visualize time as being linear as we normally do like you know we're Mm. we're at a certain stage of that line and then there's stuff behind us and stuff in front of us yeah or do you view it more as a as you say a spatial three-dimensional thing yeah I think I think it's just more of a spatial thing because I I mean um we're kind of used to defining it as a linear concept so I think it's for me to kind of change people's view of it it's quite hard to do so so I think if I look at it just through the spatial time and through the performances and my work I think it's easier to kind of capture the audience Okay. Interesting. (laughs) So, um, yeah, no, that's, that's really interesting. And I think, I mean, again, doing it with installation, performance, photography, as you said, even video, like very different things. How do you, I mean, I know that you focus more on performance this year and I wanted to talk about that and expand on that a bit because I find them really interesting. And, you know, the first thing that comes to mind is, why do you use because you always use black and white Mm, why (laughs) does that add you know is Um, that important to the work to the videos and the performances yeah so what's happened is through so what happens through performance art really is that um it kind of started um very focused on the body and that wasn't what i was looking for so i was looking at a more conceptual thing of um how time works and more about my actions so i thought that by taking away the color and kind of keeping it very minimal, it would kind of um, guide you as a viewer to being, you know, to what's actually happening and not as a physical bodily yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, so I kind of guided it through that way, making it okay. black and white. Okay, yeah, because I, I mean, I have some examples here to show, um, if you don't mind me doing so, obviously. Of course. <laughs> um, so for example, ooh, my iPad is being a bit weird. So this is one of your performances. Yeah. So this one is oh, sitting still for a minute. Yeah. Um, well, which was kind this was really interesting because this one was, this one started was, I think it was my first one I done, which was, okay. and it was, so, so then I kind of changed it to act naturally as well. Cause it was um, how to be present so I was looking about the idea of how to be present and how would it okay. work and a lot of people um kind of said it was through meditation through and I was just trying to 
that one was just uh, just trying to figure out what what it was to be present so I kind of just sat, sat still for a minute was trying to um see what that would do okay but, um, yeah yeah but um then it kind of fell into something else because it was because uh, then there's this idea of um doing it live and then filming it so then that's yeah. when it that's when it became kind of act naturally because I was acting for the camera and then yeah. you perform it live and then there's this kind of confusion of am I being real or am I not so yeah that kind of was a play with it as well no I definitely and that was actually my next question <laughs> um <laughs> it was definitely no no it's okay it's definitely <laughs> this idea of um you know filming it and yeah. you know because performances can get filmed or photographed yeah um I myself performed in second year in a group show and I did yeah. a, a full arm circle performance where I traced the same circle over and over on the floor drawing on the floor with charcoal mm. and it was a 30 minute performance it was so tiring um <laughs> but it was really interesting because for the first time I didn't film anything yeah. And yeah. it was only um, it was only documented through photography for my obviously my website and things like that. Yeah. Um, and university like you know yeah. submission <laughs> yeah. reasons. Yeah. The but, yeah. Yeah. But actually, uh, you know, it was the first time that I did something, and it kind of it stayed in the memory of people rather than yeah. having something, you know. And it felt really vulnerable as a thing. Yeah. It felt really bad and. I was about to ask you, did you ever perform live and how did that change? I mean, you kind of touched upon it already, but how did that change the way you felt during the performance? Mm. And do you think it changed the audience's perspective, you know, on yeah. your performance? Yeah, I think so. There was I was kind of in this um, not bubble, but I was in this thought of how, you know, what is the difference between it being live and between it being filmed? And I was yeah. kind of interested in how the live performances were in the present, but filming and photography are in a moment as well. So then I, and I kind of like that play of, um, for example, even the touch of my works being black and white, it could be at any point in this time, um, which doesn't, in a way, it doesn't really matter much because it's just to kind of, suggest the idea of the of time existing but in a kind of way of changing it um but I've done some live performance I've, I've done one which I didn't record as well which was with Rachel Davey uh, where okay. we were in, when we were in Locksbrook um and we kind of thought that was a good experience because that was kind of when we thought of um more of incorporating the audience because we were quite separating them so that's something as well that I like to do live because it joins the audience a bit more together. I also done another uh, live performance, which was with my group crits in uni. Um, oh, yeah. That was interesting. I think we, I, I think people connected a lot with me, and that's what I wanted. I, I, I want to kind of get this connection, which I feel like sometimes video doesn't offer. Not all the time. I think some yeah. of my works, I think, portray what I mean quite clearly. But yeah, yeah, <laughs> live, no, that's... live does it better. Yeah, that's really interesting. And I think it's a really, uh, you know, relevant topic right now mm. in terms of social distancing and especially for live, you know, live performers. Like yeah. you said, you do video, but you also do live performances. And, you know, have you thought about performance during lockdown? Are you are you looking into that or, yeah. 
you know, we'll talk about your the, your current project anyway, <laughs> but I just wanted yeah. to ask you if you're also looking at performance now. Yeah, so I looked, um, so as I was kind of going away from uni after this happened, yeah, I started thinking, yeah, I started thinking about performance and then I kind of thought, um, obviously I couldn't really do it live and I was kind of in this stage of looking at time and I could only do it through this through this video and I thought it wasn't it wasn't the ideal because now we're so bombarded with all this information and all this yeah. video and everything that I think what I would do um wouldn't 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 work out as well so I kind of um kind of diverted my practice a bit to something just to something else which still reaches yeah. the audience um in a way still questions maybe yeah still questions time and the present but it's more kind of individual to me yeah but also yeah. collective to people <laughs> yeah definitely and so before talking about what you're doing now which you know is really cool and I can't <laughs> wait to talk about that I wanted to um before you mentioned about collaborations mm -hmm. and I really really want to ask you about that because I think the collaborations you did with other students in our same course were really mm. interesting. Yeah. Um, and the first collaboration I'd like to talk about is with um, Poppy. Poppy, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, she made these huge letters um, yeah. <laughs> because she's someone who also kind of looks into um, time. Yeah. Time, exactly. So that was a really good link for you guys. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and I just wanted to ask you, first of all, how did the idea of collaborating come about? Because I think that's really nice to hear and to, in a way, encourage. Because I've been very offish <laughs> from collaborations usually. Yeah. So um, yeah, can you just tell us a bit about that? Yeah, so I think um, I think with Poppy, I kind of saw her um, creating the words now and I thought, this is exactly what I want to say and how can I do it? So I, I think I approached, I'm quite sure it was, I approached Poppy and I said, um, what do you think about me um, um, not collab performing your work? Yeah. So then she obviously agreed because her work's amazing and we're... <laughs> this is it. So, <laughs> yeah, showing. that's it. And we're so similar um, in some, in our, con I think some of our concepts are quite the same. So we kind of share some research. But yeah. Um, yeah, so I came up to her and I said I wanted to perform it and it became something completely different. I think that was my favourite, one of my favourite collaborations because I think oh, wow. we just, it just, yeah, it just kind of worked so well because um, that one's called Displacing the Now. So it's kind of an iron irony of how, kind of how I'm just using the word now but also that moment um yeah. but yeah so it was it wasn't really a live performance there were people around um but it's just so it's kind of a documentation as a video and it okay. stayed like that but yeah and yeah and in terms of um I mean what I find really interesting about this video and this collaboration mm. is um that even though you have I mean, the both of you as artists have the same interests and you look into the same concepts, um, you approach them in very different ways. Yeah. And I think that that's really, you know, that's fascinating because obviously time and the now can be approached in so mm. many different ways. It has already <laughs> yeah. been approached in 
you know, numerous ways during history. Um, and I mean, history mm. of art. And um, <laughs> yeah, so it's really, it's really interesting the way you guys approached it. But what I find, what I want to ask you is, you know, you are the protagonist of the video together with Poppy's letters. Yeah. And I think this relationship between a person and objects is really fascinating. So how did you, I mean, obviously, like, how did you come to this really perfect balance of <laughs> you being, you know, there, but also these mm. inanimate objects having the, you know, center of stage as well together? Yeah, I think at the time I was kind of writing about um, what happens, writing and reading about um, kind of objects. And I was quite against making objects because I thought, kind of what 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 was what was the point of making an object to yeah. kind of just then leave there I wasn't I wasn't feeling that connection with the making and the having it and then it being when I'm gone it's just people can do whatever it is okay. with it or people can do whatever it is with it anyway if they just ask to so I was kind of against that so I thought it was quite interesting how um Poppy just created these and it, it just I think it just literally connected with me so so yeah. quickly because I just thought she wanted to place them in different spaces and I just thought what what would happen if I just displaced them I think it's interesting because I'm actually I filmed myself performing it because I think okay. what I find what what I related it with it was this um how can I explain it was this idea of me wanting to explain the now and how how would I just grab it and kind of change it about if yeah. you know what I mean <laughs> yeah yeah definitely I think having a tangible um yeah. sort of a physical because it's such an abstract concept again yeah. yeah having a physical sort of way of playing with it mm. is I think it is important in a way and I'm looking into the same exact issues now <laughs> like I'm looking at um object-oriented ontology which is the studies of how we relate to objects around us and how we understand them and handle them and mm. it's this idea of, well, is it enough to think of a chair just as a chair? Or do we need to mm. actually understand more about it? And if the chair is broken, is it a chair anymore? And <laughs> yeah. is it even useful anymore? And <laughs> what is the role of the artist? So it's this mm. whole, you know, thing of, of excuse me, how do we um, deal with things? And I think yeah. dealing with time is, you know, we, we tr <laughs> as humanity, we tried to do it. Yeah. all the time and I think <laughs> seeing how you guys are approaching it even in terms of language and mm. just lettering um, yeah. and having these huge metal sort of permanent things he really heavy also mm. you know visually dense yeah. I think that's really that's really interesting and you know are you actually collaborating now um are no, you doing not... something okay no, not for now we have exchanged some things although interestingly enough I did with my new work I did create um one one reminder because that's what they're called which completely yeah. connects back to Poppy because I think we've just got this conceptual connection that okay everything will just we will just always come back to each other I guess <laughs> yeah and that's amazing you guys can you know exhibit once we can all <laughs> get out of our houses we can we can exhibit together that would be amazing um so yeah now let's talk about your current project finally yeah <laughs> <laughs> so reminders right yeah yeah um, reminders 
I, I really, I find this project so amazing, honestly. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and I remember we had a virtual crit about them and you introduced yeah. them to us for the first time and I was like, oh my God, I need to have her on Lily's Art Talk. So, um, so you're here now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how. Uh, so the first thing is, can you tell us, I mean, I'll show some yeah. images that you sent me and you shared with yeah. me, but can you tell us, can what? you describe us? Yeah. So this so... is an image. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, so that's that's the proposal. So the reminders are basically what started happening with lockdown. So I, I was looking at um, what can I, since I can perform in lockdown, what is happening, how, what can I do? And it's quite stressful times. So I kind of decided to um, to get, start, I, I have these thoughts. I kind of start t typing them. So I kind of, I stamp mine. Here's a few. I could just okay, show off. Yeah. So amazing. I think, I think we'll play the other way around, but anyway. So these no, are just okay. so I just use stamps and then every day I kind of write a reminder and I paste them. Um, oh wow, okay. Yeah. So these are all the intention of them are to kind of um let something um let things happen. So with the image you showed, um yeah. kind I've been kind of seeing how they work on billboards yeah so how they work on billboards yeah. and how do my personal um intuitive thoughts kind of react with other people because i think we, we all share this human um idea yeah <laughs> we all share are amazing <laughs> we all share this this we, we're human so we all share this intuitive and kind of stress and feelings yeah. and emotions Definitely. so I, I thought it was quite important to connect with an audience that way and for, for me I felt that being vulnerable and sharing some of these messages messages was important yeah. so that's when I started kind of doing them um and yeah those images are just proposals for what I want to do <laughs> but <Yeah>. still can't <laughs> no yeah not for now but not for soon now. not for Hopefully. now but soon yeah um and that's the sentence that I can continuously repeat myself lately, <laughs> even with my sculptures, like not for now. <laughs> not for now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, these messages, I mean, what I'd like to talk about is actually the message for a second. Okay. So the actual things that you write. So for example, um, grow with the environment. Every yeah. here is a here now, which connects back to the now. That's time. the poppy. That's, That's the poppy one. one. <laughs> <laughs> and um, cultivate love. Um, yeah. You know, I have, many of these here but these are very positive as you said they are very positive sort of um encouraging yeah messages and I think yeah. you know the this idea of connecting with the audience by posting them for now mm. um and you know I think that's really that's really amazing and it it helps you know it's um yeah. it's your reaction to this situation right can we can we say that's the case yeah, yeah, I, I think so. It's kind of a reaction to what, so, because I, I write them daily, it's kind of daily thoughts or, of what, yeah, basically daily thoughts of what's going on or how I'm feeling or how I think yeah. something can change. And I think that's how, um, that's why I approach the billboards as a kind of advertisement thing. So it's a kind of, it kind of hits you, it can hit people, not hit literally, but, you know, yeah kind of get to people yeah, yeah. <laughs> get to people in a in a collective way but 
they're quite as well as being personal because I think sometimes we kind of hide our emotions and our personal thoughts but I think yeah. but we all share the same thing so I, I kind of want to share that vulnerability yeah and that's beautiful that's really beautiful <laughs> oh, thank you. and in terms of um you know this idea of for example having a vending machine oh <laughs> yeah and making people you know walk away with something mm. I think I think again it's making this abstract concept of emotions and you know trying to convey something abstract like positivity and hope and love yeah. in a in again a very tangible way you know having yeah. something and mm. um let's go back to yourself being at the center mm. so you pressing these uh, yeah. by hand again it's a very tangible sort of physical thing do you mm. consider it a performance for yourself is that important and part of it? it yeah I think it is I think it's a kind of I think you can kind of consider it a, a meditation in a way because it's this repetitive um slow thought process that I do um daily which is kind of just a clearance of mind I kind of do it for myself okay. but I but I do believe it it can reach more audience really and I think um they're just simple phrases and I kind of want them I mean the idea of them being tangible and the the machine was that you know people can take one out and just have it for a while just you know keep it forget about it maybe come back to it maybe not um but I guess it's and it's it's as well kind of reading a book sometimes you read a book once and you're like oh yeah this part was interesting but then you read it again and then something else just sparks up and you're like wow yeah and I think that's what these have the potential to do they're kind of at first they might not kind of reach to you but there will be a day where I think it can help so in a way kind of self-help to others I think that's what they can do as well yeah I I agree with you I think (laughs) they do work (laughs) and um, in terms of again this idea of time so even now you you explaining um, the idea of someone having one of your notes and putting it away coming back to it later at a different moment you know this is always something that comes out and I think a really a really difficult question might be (laughs) (laughs) how do you so how are you experiencing and rethinking time during lockdown because Hmm. personally I I felt there was a moment where I thought you know oh I did this thing yesterday and actually I did it a week ago and I have to remind (laughs) myself no time is passing like you know it's been seven days not a day (laughs) so um yeah so how are you did this kind of change the way you see your work or the way you approach time I think yeah I think so I think these are the drive for that I think these because they're daily I kind of it's kind of as it's just a not forcing but it's a kind of way of a meditational thing where you just kind of do it and then you know you spend some time on it it doesn't really it's not really time consuming but it's that moment where I can be fully aware of what's happening and fully present towards them so I give them the full attention and then I can kind of move somewhere else um but I think yeah sometimes I do get lost in time I think I done it yesterday and it was a week ago (laughs) But mainly, yeah. but with my work, I kind of have the, I try to kind of give the full awareness of it at the present moment, because that's what I want them to do to others as well. So, 
yeah yeah <laughs> and a really last question honestly last question I promise it's just that we're, we're about to, to yeah finish you know yeah. run out of time unfortunately That's but okay. something that I'm really interested in is the fact that in in on campus in university mm. um you know we moved to a different campus this year and you seem to have embraced a lot about Mm. uh the architectural structure that our campus had because yeah. it was a um factory. it was a warehouse factory yeah. yes yeah. something like that so it's a, it was a very particularly industrial yeah. you know place um and this seemed to have really inspired you you connected a lot with the architecture in your performances and mm. you know that was really interesting and yeah. what you know now that you're back at home and you don't have this space to react to and bounce off mm -hmm. um from you know i think obviously it's clear from this very personal yeah. <laughs> and intimate work that you're making now but do you think that pushed you to make this very you know intimate and meditative yeah, yeah definitely i think so i've read something which was really really interesting to me which was kind oh, of wow. like how that's where the phrase uh, came from, which is every here is a here and now. So it's kind of like, so time is just, const well, our notion of time is just always constant. So everywhere we go or don't go, time is still going, you know? So yeah. it doesn't really matter where we are. Our time is going, but time and space itself it continues as well. So I think, um, so, you know, we're, we're not in Locksbrook now, but when we go back to it, it will be a different here and now. And I think that's quite interesting of how, okay. you know, but it will only be a here and now when we get there. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I, I don't know, it's this kind of really interesting idea of how every here and now changes with time and without time. And I think that's what I kind of done as well. It's quite interesting how I, I'm going to take these doing it somewhere else, kind of going yeah. back to Locksbrook and, coming out but I'm kind of interpreting these nows as here's as well if that makes sense if I just yeah. confuse yeah <laughs> no, no no it does it does I mean you need to follow but it is really yeah. it is really interesting and it does make sense and I think it's really interesting because actually when I think you know before talking to you and opening mm -hmm. up to this discussion when I thought about Locksbrook I was like and I thought about it you know a few days ago and mm. I was like oh wow it's like it's abandoned like no one is there right now yeah. unless maybe some people who work there are keeping the place clean or something I mm. don't know but it seems as if it's paused and yeah. I'm here and then when I go back it will just restart from when it paused but it doesn't <laughs> yeah. work like that no no yeah. so you know it's really that, space does really like where you are just, yeah. does really change that that notion of time yeah and I think that's that's what interested me as well and I think that's what's even more interesting about Locksbrook and about us being art students kind of doing things yeah. there and having this stop but not really stopping because things I mean things aren't working really but the, yeah. time is still going so I mean whatever when we whenever we go back our perceptions will be different and our thoughts will be different and everything so I think it's just this continuous flux of happenings or moments really <laughs> moments yeah yeah <laughs> God, so interesting I need to I need to end it here Wrap because it our time is up I'm so sorry that's but okay it was so nice to have you as my guest thank today. you it was and so nice really to be here and Aww. thank you for everyone watching <laughs> I guess that's your <laughs> yeah. part yes thank you to everyone for tuning in for tuning in Petra stealing my scene there <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> no I'm joking <laughs>
But I hope to see you soon, Petra. And yes, I hope so too. <laughs> yeah, it was so nice to, again, connect through this platform. Mm. And definitely, possibly we will rearrange another meeting later Hopefully. on, discussing <laughs> time in a different way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But thank you so much. Thank and you. take care. You too. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>